Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Some of the best high school basketball in the Midwest is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Welcome back. So our, our two guests right now, David Cooks and Jay Parker, and if you're old like I am, you remember his dad. You certainly do, man. You know, that those teams from Tech back then were awfully talented. Um, hey, Jay, let's talk a little bit about uh, what you're trying to accomplish now. You, you played at St. Louis. You've played overseas. You've continued to, to, to you know, work hard on your game. And, and what do you, the dream that you have right now is what? To play in the NBA. And, you know, I would love to play for the hometown team of the Milwaukee Bucks. That's always been a dream of mine since watching Ray Allen at a young age, Ben Baker, you know, Glenn Robinson. I was even a big fan of Sam Cassell. It's so many great players that came to this city. And, you know, part of me wants to really help them win a championship, you know, if they, if they, do have, if they will have me. And I also have the mentality at the same time, Mike, that if the Bucks pass on me that, you know, another team's going to pick me up and they're going to regret it. So that's just the, the mindset that I have now because I've, I've really, really developed my game uh, mm-hmm. to get to this level. And to tell us what uh, where you've played um, after St. Louis to, to where we are today. Did you go overseas and play a little bit? Have you played um, in the United States? Where have you been playing? So I've had a very interesting journey with basketball and, you know, through the grace of God, it came back to me after an accident that I had on my 24th birthday uh, while I was living here in Milwaukee. So to, to give you a backstory, I was at St. Louis for one year. I injured my ACL after my, after running track and field. And that summer I tore it. Uh, I ended up leaving and moving back to Milwaukee. And, you know, it was just at a point where as I was on a, you know, I was in a weird situation at St. Louis. I didn't have a full ride there. Um, I had partial scholarships, so I knew if I didn't earn a scholarship that freshman year, and and an injury didn't help, 
right? So I, I had to basically go back home because I couldn't afford to stay there. So that long story short, what ended up coming from that is that I moved back to Milwaukee and worked for Cutco selling kitchen knives. I'm not sure if you've heard of that brand. Oh, I have. Pretty big brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, y'all I, got I some of my money, by the way. <laughs> and you got some of my money, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a very good brand, and that's what I did for six years before I moved to Phoenix. And, you know, that I would say just going through the – um, going through a company like that and learning the professional side of things actually helped me a lot going through what I'm going through today. And if it weren't for those days with Cutco and me taking that break from basketball, I don't think I would be where I'm at uh, in regards to the networking and, and, the, and the bold moves that I made. Um, because, you know, on, on my 24th birthday, 24th birthday, I was still working at Cutco and I was also helping at, at Bradley Tech for uh, Michigan Houston as while he was coaching and I, I, I was leaving there and I'm riding this moped and got into this uh, accident with the moving truck. It actually was pretty bad because I blew up on my knee. But in that moment, um, it kind of hit me as I was reflecting and healing up from the injury. You know, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? Because in that moment I could have lost everything. I could have, you know, had my legs cut off or whatever could have happened as, as gory or horrible as my mind can imagine. That's what I was thinking. And, I said, I don't want to regret not accomplishing what I feel like I can accomplish. And one of those being a professional basketball player. Um, you know, I had, a, I had a private conversation with Rick Majerus on a flight home to Milwaukee. I told him that, you know, it was my dream to play in the NBA. And, you know, he, he told me it's possible. He said, you know, it, he know, he knew that he was going to be good enough to give me all the tools to be successful in the NBA. It was a matter of me having the ability to work my butt off to make it happen. And, you know, the timeline he gave me said, you know, based on where you're at, and I just asked him an honest question, like, I know I'm not ready now, but, you know, potentially what could you see? And, you know, it was like two to three years. You never know. You know, by your junior year, you can be a prospect if you just listen. And I said, I got it. So, you know, that, that instilled a lot of confidence in me because I believe he, him and his, and his team saw a lot of uh, athleticism in me. Like, I also, again, I did do track and field at St. Louis as well. And I broke three score records my freshman year, you know, high jump, long jump, triple jump. So, uh, I'm sorry, uh, not triple jump, but four by one uh, relay. So, again, he saw a lot of athleticism in me. I had a lot of belief and, you know, it brought me to where I'm at now. Whereas I looked at that day on my 24th birthday and said, I'm not going to give up. I I made a decision to move to Phoenix. From Phoenix, I got a chance to play in this small semi-pro league. That gave me some attention within the city. After that, I went on to play in the United Kingdom at the World Club Basketball Tournament. Now, this is where I, I felt propel, propelled my success because in the CBL, I was a top player, like top two player in the league. It was no doubt. I always had the skill set. I, I know I can shoot. I know I can pass. I'm just dominating these guys, snatching rebounds, doing all-around game. And it was at that point that I realized, yeah, I, I know I can definitely play at the professional level. I just need to continue to get my brand out, continue to build my resume so that when teams see me, they know I'm ready. So that's part of the reason why I went to this. A World Club basketball tournament destroyed it there. Uh, I was one. I was on an all-tournament team. Helped our team got to uh, get to the championship, and you know from there got me the opportunity to play in Germany. So you know I just kept going. You know once I made that decision and, and to move to Phoenix, I just really dedicated myself to training my mind and my body. Go ahead, man. Hey, coach. Um, yeah, uh, coach Cooks. You know this isn't the kind of kid you would bet against. You know, oh, no. No. a lot of people say, no, no, no. You know, you might want it to, you might want to look to do this with the rest of your life. I'm not betting against this kid. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he talked about 
quietly about the Cutco deal, but he was like one of the top salesmen. You know, whatever Jay puts his mind to do, and yeah, I want people to understand the importance of perspective, and I talk about that a lot. He believed, and he saw things differently regardless of what the situation actually was. He saw beyond that, and that kept him going. And so, it, I, I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, I, I expect to see him in New Jersey on a Sunday at some point yeah. uh, because he's that driven. Obviously, he's got the skill set to go with it. And um, his motor is still is still going. And um, it's just a great story. I mean, I'm, I'm so excited that people are getting to hear it uh, for the first time. And, um, you know, the best is yet to come for him, I think. Well, I, look, I can tell you this, that the amount of people I talk to about this, about Jay Parker, they go, he, you know what, don't bet against him. He keeps doing things where people are like, you know, no, nah, that can't be done. Yeah, nobody ever does it like that. And he's like, okay, well, watch. Sit back and watch. Wow. Hey, Jay, I, I can't thank you enough for your time. And, and I, don't, I don't know how that next step is going to happen for you. I don't know who's going to call and get you that trout, who's going to call and say, come to the D-League, play for our D-League team first. I don't know the steps in, in, in that world, in that arena, That's but I got a feeling that you're going to figure it out. And I got a feeling that whatever team makes that call first and says, okay, come on, join us, they're going to win in this whole thing. And, and I know that whether it's here in Milwaukee or another city throughout the country, you're going to be a great ambassador for your family and, and for the city of Milwaukee. Thank you. I appreciate hey, okay. that. And, and I, I do want to give an update that it did, it has worked. Me being outside of the forum is connect, connecting me with the president. I met the coaches player, like it's worked. So I do want to give an update on that. And right now I'm just in the works to either join a G league team or go play in Africa. So it, there's some things that are, that are happening in the background. And I do thank you for giving me this platform to, to share my story. And there's Man, so much I, more I haven't even said. <laughs> There's, you know what, hey Jay, I, I promise you we'll have you on again, man. Whatever happens, please keep me informed, and we'll get you on again from wherever you're at. Because I uh, two segments are not enough. I, I I know that for a fact. Um, David Cooks, I really appreciate you coming on. So when paralysis to purpose the podcast, when is that going to start? Uh, we'll probably launch it in February. We're going to be doing a, a bunch of our interviews, including one on Jay Parker, in January and uh, get that launched and we want to try to tell these types of stories of people who have gone from a place of paralysis so to speak uh to finding their purpose and how did they get there what is their story and i really want to focus on uh people here in milwaukee that i, I can find so if anyone knows of anyone they can contact me and let, and let me know i do want to say one other thing before we leave sure um this is very moving for me as a high school coach uh, because, as I said, you know, sometimes we don't get it right. And I did not realize how significant having him be Corey Lucius for the practice, how the, I did notice that the, the light came on. But sometimes as coaches, we don't know the lasting impact or the thing that will make the change or make right. the difference. And so to all these coaches out there, you know, keep doing what you do. Do what you feel is in the best interest of your players because you just don't know uh, what's going to make a difference for them. And I, I'm just honored 
um, that we didn't screw it, that I didn't screw it totally up for Jay Barker. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm grateful for Coach McKinney and Coach Briggs and my assistant coaches um, who saw things in him as well and were, and were like, look, we need to keep him as part of our program and his future is going to be bright. He's a great young man. Um, he's driven. He's a salesman like no other. And he will get in the league. And if I can do anything to help, and I'll be reaching out to some people that I know to help uh, see if we can move it forward for him. You, you know the cool part. The, the cool Thank part you. about this whole story, Jay and, and and David, is that David Cook's saying, "Look, at, as coaches, we we make mistakes. We do." And then you talk to this young man who says, "Look, I'm not giving up. I didn't give up then. I'm not giving up now." You know, it's just a, a perfect story, you know, of, of, of what we're going to be praying for is this young man who keeps working at it, that he gets to the goal that, that he wants to get at. Jay Parker, thank you. David Cooks, more information on David, you know, davidcookspeaks.com. There, you know, his bio, his book, you can buy the book. I've, I've read it a number of times because it's such a motivational book for me. Uh, plus, I'm in it. So, you know, that. <laughs> you, want, you know, you you want to go through my agent, who is David Cooks, to get me to sign his book for him. You let me know. It's davidcookspeaks.com in February. That podcast is going to start Paralysis to Purpose, and, and I know it's going to be just a first-class, really well-done podcast. Boys, thanks a lot. Merry Christmas. I really appreciate your time. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Thank you. You got it. Good luck, Jay. We're going to get to a break. Let's side of the break, Tim Chase. Had basketball coach for the Beaver Dams girls team, and you wanted he might be a perfect um, guest for paralysis to purpose because a year ago he was battling for his life, and he's back on the bench and doing a great job. And if you don't know much about the Beaver Dam girls basketball program, man, it's one of the best not only in the state but maybe in the country at times. And we'll talk to him on the other side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local. Pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by our local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. You know, our last two guests, you talked to David Cooks, and, and uh, man, I miss seeing him all the time. And uh, Jay Parker, guys, that there's no quit in these guys. There's none. And it just transitions beautifully into the head basketball coach at Beaver Dam High School. He is Tim Chase, and I had a chance to, to hang out with Tim a little bit a couple years ago as I did a segment for Around the Corner. Had have had Tim on the, on the show a number of times because his girls basketball program Beaver Dam not just one of the best in the in, in the state but one of the best in the country and he had to take some time off he had uh, he was battling uh, some very serious uh, health issues and wanted to have him on his he's back on the sidelines back coaching his team is 11 and 0 that's not the part that surprises me the part that He's back, and, and I wanted to check in, and, and I asked him if I could get him on the show to talk about that part, and he said, man, of course. So our guest, uh, the head coach at Beaver Dam High School on the girls' side, Tim Chase. Merry Christmas, Coach. How you doing? Hey, Merry Christmas. Good morning. Hey, brother. I'm uh, I'm checking in to see how you're feeling. I know that, uh, man, you, you had a tough go there for a while, and there's a lot of prayers, a lot of people holding hands and praying for you, Coach. 
And uh, I, I'm so happy to hear that you're you're back. How you feeling? Feeling pretty well. Yeah, last year at this time, uh, things weren't really going so well for me. Uh, I was heading out to go scouting one night and basically just had a ton of abdominal pain. Uh, went into the doctor. Uh, they kind of kept bumping me off sometimes, but I kind of advocated for myself. And finally, they uh, did some other work and found a pretty serious tumor that they then took out uh, later on in the year. Coach, it was uh, it was about as serious as you get, and and, and I'm, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but you know the people that I, I'm not calling you to, to to bother you at that point, but I'm calling people around you, and and there was some fear, Coach, that you know maybe this Christmas we I wouldn't be able to talk to you, and and I love the fact that you as a fighter um, said no, uh-uh, I've got a lot of coaching to do yet, and and fought through this, and. Um, I, I would you say you're a hundred percent at this point, Tim? I'm pretty good right now. I mean, they did a great job, job down at the University of Wisconsin to really get me through a lot of things. So I still have to kind of go with my checkups and things. Uh, but yeah, it was one of those things that uh, you know I think people could tell just by how I was, things weren't really cool for me. Uh, so once I kind of got the prognosis, I said, let's get going. I really wanted to get back to, to coach our, our team because we got a great kids that I just, just love coaching and they give me so much energy. Uh, but yeah, last year at this time, it was definitely a good challenge through, uh, through this time and then through into January at the beginning of the year. Well, I, I, I would assume, Coach, maybe I'm assuming something, but this had to be the best Christmas ever. You know? Had to be uh, the best yeah. Christmas. Yeah. It had to be. You know, you're, you're back on the sidelines. You're, you're you know, feeling better. And, and certainly, you know, the, this basketball team that, that you're coaching is right back to where Beaver Dam girls basketball has been, you know, for a number of years now. And you're 11 and 0. You beat an awfully good Wapon team the other night, 72-62. Um, and you know, a lot of the games that you've had this year have not been that close. You know, you guys are 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 beating teams pretty good at at this point, scoring a whole lot of points. It had to be good for your girls to get into a game um, with a quality team like Wapon at their place. And get a win, seventy-two, sixty-two. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it was great for us all to get on the court first off this year. I think that's the big thing, uh, you know, just being able to get back because we didn't really have a normal summer or anything like that, and uh, be able to practice. We were really rolling at the beginning of the year, and then I don't know if you had heard, but we lost our, you know, Maddie Wilkie was probably yep. going to miss basketball to her ACL on the fourteenth. So now trying to kind of re. Oh, we're losing you, Tim. So yep, can back oh. there. Yeah, there, there, we got you back. Yeah, you know, okay, with yeah. the, the loss of Maddie, obviously, you know, it's yeah. a whole different team. But these other girls have have picked it up. But, you know, she, that's, I feel just horrible for her. You know, it was the first time that she was getting a chance to play with her sisters. It was a freshman, and they were just really, really excited for, you know, that opportunity. Maddie's such a great kid and great person. I mean, she's gonna she's going to Wisconsin to play, and they're going to get her knee down there. So she's scheduled to go in for surgery uh, soon after the first of the year, and she'll be better than ever uh, to get ready for Wisconsin. But it, it's tough on our on our our community and, you know, her family especially because she's done so many things the right way, uh, never taken, you know, shortcuts in anything that she's done. She's just a high-character person. And those type of things you certainly don't like to see happen to those people. No, you really don't. And and certainly it's it's the, you know, hey, can we, we've it's the next man up kind of thing that you've got to go through. But, boy, when you get home at night and you find that out and you've got to be your – you've got to be the coach in the locker room and you guys say, okay, you know, now what? We got to go. 
We got to get going. Mm-hmm. Who's the next person up? When you get home, you just got to feel so bad for her. And look, her best basketball might be at the next level because that's how good she is. But boy, oh boy, for your team and your community, for you personally, that's a tough loss. Yeah, it is. You know, and we've had, you said, such a great career. We've had so many great memories over the years. I mean, I think back two years ago when we were heading down to Florida playing a national tournament uh, and, and just different things through her career and all the state championships and things like that. But uh, uh, you're right. You feel bad for her and for her family a little bit. But like you just said, at the same time, we got a, a group of kids who uh, really want to get after it. And, uh, you know, they're going to keep on going and they're going to try to make the most of the opportunities that they do get. Yeah, I agree. Hey, um, let's talk if we can in the short amount of time we have left. Uh, this this team, Coach, um, you, did you feel good coming in, uh, not only worrying about, hey, are we going to get any games, but did you know coming in that this team had the capabilities of being as good as they are right now? Well, we had a really strong senior class returning, so, yeah, we definitely thought that we, we would have lost some good seniors last year. Uh, two playing down in your area, Jada Donaldson at UWM and Carly Burkhardt at Brian Stratton. So we lost a couple of some good players from last year's class, but we really just loved our attitude and our work ethic of our kids coming in. And the younger freshmen and sophomores we got in this year, they're like sponges. They just want to get better every day and are really relying on the older kids. So, uh, yeah, after the first week, it, it could tell we had something special here, and we were playing it at a tremendously high level. Uh, now we're trying to pick up the pieces a little bit, uh, you know, since we lost Maddie. But I feel good about a lot of things we're doing because it's going to be a lot tougher for us now, but she uh, definitely covered up a lot of our weaknesses. Hey, her, uh, her younger sister's not a bad player, huh? Sister's a very good player. They has an offer from UWM. So different kind of player, about a six foot one player, uh, with more of a three former man. He's kind of like a could pretty much play anything but five. Uh, but yeah, Gabby's going to be a special player for us as well. She's really picking up some of the the slack from when, uh, when her sister's gone down. We're expecting big things from, and from her it, and all of our kids this year. Tim, for her as a freshman to have a D one uh, offer already in her pocket, um, you know that's saying a lot about first of all about UWM you know, being out there and, and making sure that they, they get uh, to know who the best underclassmen are in the state, but then to offer, and that must say a lot about her. Hey, Coach, I, I love talking about the team, but I, I can't thank you enough. This this entire show today, um, a lot of this show is about, you know, this kind of stuff and that, that you have fought back, and, and I know how tough you are, and, and so it doesn't surprise me, but I can tell you that there's a lot of coaches throughout the state praying for you and praying for, you know, you certainly your family and, and, and this school that you'd be back on the sidelines. And I'm so happy to announce that, you know, you're back and, and, and feeling pretty good. And, and congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, like I said, it's been, been quite the year in many ways. So that was other uh, to go through this last year. Man, hey, Tim, nobody wants 2020 to be out of here more than us, right? Let's get to 2021 and put this this 2020 behind us. I don't want to even be part of 2020 anymore. <laughs> brighter days are ahead of us. A lot of, a lot of good memories from this year, but brighter days are ahead. Amen to that. He is Tim Chase. They are ranked number one in the state division two. Um, Beaver Dam girls basketball. You know, you just kind of expect it, but now there's a challenge. Their best player is out, and she's done for the year, and it's the next player up. And I know that uh, nobody better than to, to direct this team in the right direction is, is Tim Chase. So, Coach, thanks a lot. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, too. Thank you. You bet. Thank you. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, again, I, I didn't set this show up this way, but it kind of fell in this way. Um, DJ Malachek. 
the interim head coach at uh, St. John's Northwestern. And if you've been around basketball at all, you know the Milosevic family. And uh, Dwayne has uh, has been on the scene for a long time. And and similar to what we talked about with Tim and and uh, you know he is fighting. And and from what I'm I'm hearing and what I'm seeing. Um, he's starting to come back in, in, in a big way. And, and I know DJ is doing a great job. He's the interim coach at St. John's, but I wanted to reach out and I wanted to get an update in this next segment on Dwayne and how he's doing. And uh, make sure that if, if you don't know the story, stick around because we're going to ask for you to continue to pray for him and this family. And uh, we want to see him back on the sidelines as soon as possible as well. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by our local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. You know, um, if you've been around the game of basketball as long as I have in this city, you know the Milosevic family. And they're not gonna they're not gonna be mad at me for saying this, man. You're with them or you're against them. And you know what? Sometimes you're both, man. You're coaching against them, but you got so much respect for this family and their love for this game. And every once in a while you get thrown a curveball. And I can tell you that this family has been thrown a curveball. And this has been going on for a while, and I get asked a lot of questions about it, but didn't want to reach out to any of them because I, I wanted to respect their privacy. But as I follow Kathy and DJ on, on, uh, on Facebook, I can tell you that, that what made me go, okay, let me reach out, was a December 17th Kathy Malachek post on Facebook. And I'm just going to read it really quick. You want an update, like a really good one? The chest tube and, and track are out. God is good. Please know that we are all so incredibly thankful for your prayers and continued support. We're getting closer and closer to bringing Dwayne home. Please continue praying for those families that can't be with their loved ones. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your hope. In Jesus' name we pray. It brought me to tears because the picture of Dwayne looked like Dwayne again. And you know what? It looked like he was, okay, what? You want to go one-on-one? I'm ready. Here we go. And so I just, I man, tears in my eyes, called my friend Gary Ellerson. I said, Gary, did you know what's going on? He said, oh, yeah, man, I, I, I text uh, Dwayne every once in a while. And we're going to talk a little bit in the second segment. And DJ doesn't know I'm, I'm going to add, uh, hold him over for the second segment to talk about his team that he's the interim coach for. But this first segment, uh, we are joined by DJ Milanchik. DJ, t- man, 2020 cannot leave us quick enough, can it? <laughs> no, it can't. It's on its way, though. Thanks man. for having me, Mike. I appreciate yeah. it. Man, I appreciate your willingness to let me talk a little bit about this. And, and look, he's not out of the woods. He's not. And and I know that you and your family, Kathy, everybody's still saying, look, continue to hold hands with us, continue to pray for and with us. But he's he's better now than he was a couple of weeks ago. Yes, yep, that he is. Um, kind of had a Christmas miracle, and he was able to come home oh, uh, the other night man. on the 23rd. Man, so, that is... First time seeing him in a long time. Oh, that had to feel <laughs> awfully good, man, because... It's not like you could go sit in the hospital room with him, right? No, no, we couldn't. My mom, through the process of the two months, 
Um, actually, a little more than that. She was able to go here and there, but pretty consensus, consistently that she wasn't able to. So outside so, of that, nobody was able to be with him. Hey, how quick after, and I know you've probably been on the phone with him, but how quick after he got home did he want to know how the team was doing? <laughs> as soon as he, he was down for a while, but as soon as he was back with it mentally, that's, we got yeah. back to having our long conversations about the team, and he's been, he's been along with us to ride every step of the way so far, um, talking to him every day. Um, we put him on FaceTime with the team before games, so he's been, he's been right in the mix. No, he can't miss it. <laughs> no, you, you know what? I figured bad about three minutes after he got home, he was breaking down film, and, and I know there's a lot of rest and there's a lot of work ahead for him, but but you know that you're right. He's with you guys, you know, every play, every game. He's right there with you, and and I didn't know that he came home on the 23rd, and I'm so incredibly happy for you and your family. That is a Christmas miracle. Um, no doubt. What is the, what is his journey now consist of? He's I know that he's trying to get healthy and get strong again, and it's going to be a long path. But I, you know, I never I never bet against human logistics. You know that, and he uh, he's the guy that's going to put in all the work to get back to the sidelines. I'm sure. Yeah, it's definitely it's still long road ahead of him. Um, but you know, just being home now in a com- more more comfortable environment, obviously. The nurses and doctors were so blessed for for the work they put in with him. But yeah, right now it's just stronger, um, getting his body stronger, and just you know continuing to work hard. And he's he's worked incredibly hard um, over the last two months, and it's it's been a pretty big inspiration to all of us. For you sure. know, um, with people have say, uh, hey, what what uh, health wise, what's going on with him? And uh, I've heard, you know, there was a lung issue. Was it a COVID issue, DJ? No, no, it wasn't. He had a rare fungal pneumonia called blastomycosis. So he did he did have COVID back in um, July, end of July. But yeah, he got diagnosed late September with uh, with pneumonia, and then it. You know, after taking tests, they they found out it was a fungal pneumonia. You know, um, on December fourth, there's a video of of him walking with some assistance, and he has a walker. Mm-hmm. And I I can just look, man, I can see what he's thinking to the nurse, like, okay, get away from me, man, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, you're gonna video this and put it up. You gotta get, you gotta step off, man. I got my sneakers <laughs> on. I'm good to go. And you could just see in his mind, like, okay. I've had enough of this stuff. I want to get back out there. And yep. I, I love the fact that, you know, he is uh, he is at home and you guys get a chance to talk basketball and you get a chance to see him again. That had to be just so difficult for this extremely close family. Look, if you go, you want to see them all, go watch uh, St. John's play West Dallas Central. You get them all at that point. <laughs> and you guys took care of business, by the way. I don't want your brother or your uncle yelling at me for bringing that up. <laughs> but, you know, that that I went to one of those games once, and you get to see the Homologic family at, at that point. And, uh, man, I'll tell you what, what Christmas had to be great. You know that this coaching, the, the coaches throughout the state of Wisconsin, it's a close-knit group. We compete all the time. We we yell at each other sometimes. But when one of us goes down a little bit and needs help, 
everybody's there praying and, and saying, is there anything I can do? And I felt that, and I hope that your dad really felt that. Oh, that's for sure. We had, I mean, just so many people around us, um, obviously a large family, but <laughs> the amount of people reaching back out, people that my dad coached, you know, 15 years ago or whatever it may be, it's just been truly amazing and a blessing, blessing to all of us. That is for sure. You know, now would be the time for me to challenge him one-on-one in basketball. It's the only time I could ever get him. So, you know, if he's listening, he's got 10 bucks in his pocket. I'll come out. We'll play horse or something. be the only time I could beat that man for sure. Hey, um, DJ, talk to me a little bit about, you know, taking over as the interim. You've got to now kind of take that six inches down the, down the bench. People don't understand the big difference between being an assistant and just sliding over to the right six inches is a long way, man. It's a big jump. <laughs> and with all this other stuff going on in your personal life, how difficult has it been you to to, to stay focused on this team? Yeah, it, it was definitely a whirlwind. When it all went um, first happened early October, I kind of knew I had to step up right away um, while being in the midst of a very difficult situation, one you can never imagine. Um, but I just knew what my dad would want me to do during that time. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's been, he, he named me the associate head coach two years ago. And with that, it was just a lot more responsibility, um, you know, behind the scenes and on the court. And if it wasn't for that, it definitely would be a lot more difficult, um, at this point, but he's really pushed me along over the last couple of years to make sure I was ready for something. You know, and, um, you know, he's put me in a perfect spot to be in right now. Boy, how, how smart how smart he was to do that. And, and you know that, you know, he was thinking, okay, we're, this team is loaded. And it's a really good basketball team, but they're going to be led by, by a good man. I, I, I can't wait for the fact when he gets back and you go, no, Dad, we're doing it this way now. And for him going, yeah, no, step back. You know what? Slide back over a few inches that way. This is my team now. Um, I look forward to that, and I'm sure you do. We're going to hold you over. Can I keep you for one more segment? Yeah, that's fine. That works. Yeah, excellent, DJ. Let's talk a little bit about this year's team. And, and again, make you know your family knows the amount of love that there is, not only in this area, but throughout the state of Wisconsin for your entire family. And the prayers have been, you know, really strong that Dwayne gets back feeling better and, and uh, we'll continue those prayers because this is a journey that he's going to, it's still going to be a bit, but him getting home is just the best news ever. DJ Malachek, the interim head coach at St. John's Northwestern. And this is an awfully good basketball team. They got one loss. I'll yell at DJ about that loss on the other (laughs) side of the break. This is the varsity blitz high school basketball coaches show presented by our local pick and save stores on 1250 AM. The fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. We're joined by DJ Malachek. He's the interim head coach for his dad over at uh, St. John's Northwestern. If you missed our last segment, um, Dwayne came home 23rd and, and uh, man, that's just the best news ever. It is. And, uh, I know that uh, this family and, and the coaching family and everybody throughout the state praying for that entire family that Dwayne uh, keeps getting stronger. 
DJ, let's talk about this year's team. You know, you, you certainly when you talk about yeah, that team, you, you got to start with Brandon because he's, you know, gotten offers from Kansas and Kentucky and Marquette and Wisconsin and Milwaukee and DePaul, Arizona State. I don't see Wisconsin on that list. I'm a little surprised by that, but that might be for another uh, another show at this point. Uh, but this is a kid who, you know, he he's scoring about 35 a game for you guys right now, and he has developed into a one heck of a basketball player, DJ. Yes, that that he has. He has worked um, incredibly hard to what he has right now. He's always been that way, knowing him since you know seventh eighth grade. He's just a super driven kid and one of the hardest workers that you know that I've been around. Um, but one thing he's been doing so well this year, and that you know it's been a process to this point, but just leading the team and being a good leader and being a good teammate and, and a good friend. Um, has really took him to another level and also um, everybody around him to another level as well. So, Well, you know, and, and you never know, DJ, how a kid's going to react when, you know, he blew up. And, and there are people that were like, who is this kid? And I said, well, I've, I've seen him play a lot. He's really good. But all of a sudden in this area, if you're not dug into high school basketball like you and I are, all of a sudden you, there's a kid from this area who's at St. John's that can – he got an offer from Kentucky. People all knew who Tyler Hero was. You know, they knew that name. But this, but uh, Brandon is a kid, and, and pronounce his last name for me. Podzim- Pod- Podzimski. Podzimski, right? People are like, who is? And I said, go watch him play. Man, he, you know, mid-range, he can hit long. He gets to the basket. He defends. He, he passes the ball really well. And... Man, he, he has just blown up, and you never know how a 17-year-old kid's going to react when that happens. But from the right. people that I've talked to, that hasn't really affected this kid much. He just keeps doing what he does. Yeah, kind of like I said, it's just he's kind of always been that. He was an underdog, and just always he relied on his work ethic. He, he relied on it then, he relies on it now, and um, I know he's going to continue to do that. And when you do that, good things will happen. Well, you know, it's kind of, it's got to be nice for him to be, have somebody like you who played at a really high level to be able to say, "Hey, look, you still got to do what you're doing here. We still we got to get you better. We got to make sure that when you, when we hand you off to whatever program you decide to go, that you're going to be the best player you can." Hey, this and it's not a one-man team. You know, you look at that roster and you look at the stats. You know, there there is a number of kids that are doing some really big things for this team, and and you know that every night. You know, there's either going to be a box and one or people are going to really focus on Brandon. But there's, you know, there's other kids that are making things happen. You know, the Tim kid is scoring a lot of points and, and Jonah's getting a whole bunch. And, you know, all of a sudden you look at the rebounds and there's a number of people that are helping you on the glass as well. It's a pretty well-rounded team. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a, a great group of kids. Um when you look at that and they, you know, we have three, you know, outside of our three starters, I returned a lot of the guys, this is first varsity minutes this year. So there's been, you know, learning curves along the way, but they've, <laughs> they've taken it full speed ahead and they've done a great job. And there's definitely, um, you know, Brennan Tim, such a versatile scorer as well. When you have those two kids like that on the floor, um, you know, no matter what you do, it, it's going to make it a little bit difficult when you have to focus on two kids that can do that. And then you got the surrounding cast that, 
um, have really taken taken in their role and and attack it every every single day. So, hey DJ, if I uh, if I tell you Saturday, January twenty third, does that mean anything to you? Uh, you you get a chance to see Lake Country Lutheran at your place. <laughs> you know, that's that's the team that beat you. Um, 82-79, so it was a really good game on, on the 15th of December. But there's one blemish. And you've beaten yep. some pretty good teams. You've got a lot of basketball to be played between now and then. So I know as, as the head coach now, you don't want me talking about something in you know, near the end of January when you got teams like Oak Creek and Burlington and Milwaukee Lutheran and some of these schools you have between. But look, you and I both know that you look at that one and say, okay, you know what, we, we've got a little revenge in mind and we got to make sure we take care of some business on that one because that's the one blemish we, we have. Lake Country Lutheran's a really good basketball this team this year. Yeah, they're, they're very strong. Uh, Mark does a great job over there. He's, he's been around for a while now with them and they always play, you know, so hard. And we, of course, knew that coming in, getting to play them twice a year. But, um, you know, like I said, we're young around the, around our returners, and it's been a learning process throughout. And we're, you know, focused on getting better with that every single day until that hey, point. Hey, DJ, really quick last question for you. Um, those first couple of games for you when, when there's a timeout and everybody's looking at you, or if somebody's got to go talk to a ref or that pregame speech, has there been anything that surprised you with that part of, of being the head coach? Um, I guess just like the, the whole process around it, um, you know, almost on like the admin side, making sure everything's lined up before the game. Cause once it yeah. comes game time, you want to be able to just focus on the game. Um, but there's so much, you know, going on around just the game and you know dealing with the kids in general um but that was definitely you know once it gets on the court i feel pretty good and comfortable and but just getting a handle on all the surrounding stuff was definitely a learning curve through it man well i hey dj thank you so much for your willingness to come on and and i wanted to make sure that that i stepped back and and allowed you guys you know, as much time as, you know, I didn't want to start talking about this a whole, you know, four months ago or three months ago, but yeah. I, I'm so happy that, and I've said it three times with the amount of prayers going to you and your family and the love that you guys, I hope are feeling um, for all, all the people that have called me and text me about Dwayne asking if I knew, there you go. He's home yeah, now, and, and the journey continues. DJ Malachik, thank you. And, uh, man, Merry Christmas, and, and 2021 is going to be a great year for us, pal. That's right. Yeah, that is right. You got it, DJ. Thank you so much again. Please give your love to uh, to your family from, from us. Yes, I will. Thank you so much. I appreciate you got it. it. Thanks, thanks for listening, Mitch. Great job back at the studio. Really good job today. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. As always, presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.